You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. Hey guys, and welcome to Hillbilly Shorts 10. 10. It's like 5. It'd be like a 1 and a 0. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy in a, a fact girl. that look like that? Yeah. Anyways, we're not going to talk about those things. Oh my gosh, what the heck? <laughs> I wasn't talking about us. Oh, <laughs> I said I wasn't talking about us. Why would you? But make you must have thought. No, of it. I thought you thought that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I didn't think that. No, okay, good. All right, we're on the same page. All right, so we're doing a bunch of Louisville stories this week. We'll be mixing some other stuff in, but I wanted to touch on some of these Louisville stories. And it, straight up, if Old Louisville is the most haunted place in the state of Kentucky as far as neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. The second most haunted has to be Camp Taylor. Oh, yeah. And you know where Camp Taylor is, right? It's, I do. If, if you're anywhere from Louisville, if you visit Louisville, it's basically uh, in the same area as where the Louisville Zoo is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of across the street, but that's Camp Taylor. In 1917, Louisville beat out several other nearby cities and became a large military training camp. That's what uh, Camp Zachary Taylor was. It had 1,500 buildings. And had over 2,000 acres of farmland that it was built on. So what most people in, in today would think of the neighborhood as Camp Taylor, there was way more of it mm-hmm. back in the day. It, this went all the way down to Eastern Parkway, basically. Oh, wow. Yep. And I know people from out of town yeah, they don't know. get the Eastern yeah. Parkway reference. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it was what most people consider this is probably about four times as big as what most people think the actual neighborhood is now. It was chosen because it was only about an hour away from a pretty large artillery range that would soon become known as Fort Knox. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and that kind of surprised me because that that said 1917, and it wasn't even Fort Knox yet. And I just thought Fort Knox had been there way longer than that oh. for some reason. Well, how do you know when Fort Knox was there? No, but I mean that said 1917, and it was soon to become oh, Fort wow. Knox. So mm-hmm. anyway, Camp Taylor was a highly sought-after location for soldiers. Mainly because the soldiers that were there would write about the uh, how good the accommodations were. They had hot meals and um, and laundry service, which would have been a big deal back in the day. So, unfortunately, the camp wasn't immune to the disease. Oh, yeah. Between 1917 and 1918, the flu pandemic hit Camp Taylor really hard. Many think that this is the reason for all the paranormal activity that they got there today. Around 1,000 people died of flew in a three-week period oh my gosh <laughs> that's, that's amazing what when you think heck? about it well some reports say 800 some reports that say up to a thousand lot. no i'm saying it, it is a lot but i'm saying yeah. there is a discrepancy in how many people claims are still made today of soldiers being seen walking the streets of camp taylor there are also reports of a victorian area woman that walks the streets in a blue dress mm-hmm. i don't know if she's you maybe know. she's trying to help or something maybe she was a helper the woman's got blonde hair, and she walks the street at nighttime. Nobody's ever seen her during the day. She apparently has an icy glare, so when people see her, um, she's kind of just staring at them like, mind oh. your own damn business. Oh, yeah. I think it's probably because those dresses that they wore mm-hmm. back in Victorian time were uncomfortable, and I'd hate to be stuck in one of those for eternity. Yeah. That's just oh, my Oh, that's very it. true. Ghostly soldiers are seen walking in, in formations across the streets in the fields there. Soldiers are said to march in smaller groups down the residential streets, that once held the barracks where they lived in, mm-hmm. at the time and then eventually died at. Wow, that's so sad. Camp Zachary Taylor was only there a short time. 
uh, and it's mostly torn down from that part. But the wood was reused to build uh, plenty of houses that are in that area now. So you oh, know, oh wow, that's cool. So maybe the spirits are hanging up in the wood. You would think that never really turns out well when they reuse something from a place where a lot of tragedy has struck. There was a bunch of famous people who actually spent some time right there at uh, Camp Zachary Taylor. The most famous was author F. Scott Fitzgerald, hmm. who wrote The Great Gatsby. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's cool. That was an interesting tidbit of information. Yeah. Who knew? Let's talk about the coolest part of this story. Now, there's a female spirit that haunts the first church of the Christ Scientist. I've never heard of that church, and it's apparently right there in Old Louisville. Oh, it's still there? Yeah. Well, oh. My understanding it is. She's known as the Lady of the Stairs. Now, this was a local woman. She was between 18 and 19 years old. She paces back and forth between the columns. There's like 12 columns mm-hmm. in this place, so it's pretty Huge. wide. Yeah. And she paces back and forth in it. Now, she's believed to be a member of the Gaithright family, and they were a pretty prominent family back in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. People who have seen her all report the exact same thing. She's always crying and upset about something and pacing. She's sad because she had everything she possibly wanted in life when it came to material things, but she couldn't have the one thing that she wanted, and that brings her sadness. This is the classic story of, you know, somebody of upper stature in society falling in love with somebody that parents felt like were beneath them. Aww. and. She wanted to marry a soldier, and her parents didn't want her to marry him, and she had some, they had somebody else picked out they wanted, wanted her to marry. But she was in love with this guy, and she insisted on marrying him. The soldier's name was Herbert Fullerton Dixon, and he was stationed at Camp Taylor. Mm-hmm. Dixon was in um, the war over in World War I overseas, but he survived that, and he returned back to Kentucky. So they would meet, like, on the steps of this church, like, on a regular basis, mm-hmm. really, really regular basis. And after several months, they hatched this plan to elope. So they were going to marry in a beautiful church down on 3rd Street. Well, the night that they were supposed to elope, something happened, and the man didn't show up. She spent the night basically just out there on the steps of the church that they have been meeting at for years. Or months, I'm sorry. The fact of the matter is that he was one of the soldiers that died at Camp Taylor. Aww. He died on December 7th at the age of 18 years old. She went home thinking that she basically got jilted. And uh, the next day, unfortunately, she caught the flu. And, died. and she died shortly Aww. after. Well, you know, that's really sad. But guess what? Now they're together in heaven and they love each other. Absolutely. Aww. So I thought that was kind of a cool story. That is a very cool story. Gosh, man. And see, now you know stuff about Camp Taylor you probably even I had no clue, right. And and Zachary Taylor, uh, it was named after President Zachary Taylor. And there's a kind of a cool story about him. really doesn't apply to this, but uh, Zachary Taylor was president of the United States, and he's from Kentucky, actually Mm -hmm. from Louisville. He's buried in Louisville at Cave Hill Cemetery. Yep. And I know uh, some of you guys came down for the um, Waverly Tour, and I know Diane... From history goes, well, she went to Cave Hill Cemetery and did some searching around and stuff. Colonel Sanders is also buried there. Yeah, he is. And a bunch of other people. But the thing about Zachary Taylor, his body has been exhumed like twice, Uh, I think. Oh, yeah. I knew it had been At least once, but I think a couple times because they think that maybe he was poisoned. 
No which kidding. They said he died of natural causes, but there's reason to believe years later that he was possibly poisoned. So they exhumed his body, I don't know, like 10 years ago or mm-hmm. something like that, to see if that was the case. And I think they said they did find some arsenic, but it wasn't enough to prove that oh, that's what happened. But that's yeah, been crazy that they can do that. Yeah, I definitely have to would have to look that up because, yeah, that was... That is crazy. Like all them years later. Yep. Wow. I, that's so cool. But, you know, like I said, I don't remember the story fully, but it was it, it's just a pretty cool story. <laughs> Poor Zach. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening. That was uh, episode 10, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with episode To do it again. 11. Ooh, I did a rhyme. <laughs> Bye, guys. Hey, guys, if you like what you just heard, we do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode, and then a story that's just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.